Hey guys, what's going on? It's Rockman3k3 here, one half of the Nerd Plate. And today, guys, this is not really the Nerd Plate. This is your E3 Hot Pockets, aka E3 Mixtapes, where the hot tapes drop it. Uh, these are some hidden file archives that uh, are not so hidden, and uh, they're coming out because of E3. Um, I wanted to talk about it because I know everybody's excited, and we are too at Nerd Plate. We're just kind of tired of it, it's kind of saturated, but you know, still. So let's let's jump right into it. Uh, first off, Leroy is not with us. This is just something Rockman is doing. Uh, Leroy has a lot going on, and uh, he pretty much shares the same sentiment with me. We needed a break, so we took a break this week, but we did want to give you something. So um, I'm dropping a few footnotes about E3. Uh, so, you know, Leroy Ketchum is here with us in spirit. Uh, I love the dude. Uh, again, I'm not doing this on purpose to keep him out. Um, I just wanted to talk about E3, and he's got a lot going on. So let's jump into it. So the first thing we're going to jump into is EA's lackluster like conference. That was painful to sit through. Um, they had a lot of great ideas and a lot of innovation to Madden. NBA Live 19 actually looks good this time. Um, but there was still so much more they could have actually produced and could have shown us, uh, which they don't really have ready yet. So, and again, not hating on them. I just don't think they're ready for E3. Um, I did see Sea of Solitude, which is really great. I do love this. And, and this is great for me as an independent developer that a lot of these big companies are now going out and getting a lot of small companies to work for them. So that's really cool. Uh, I think. That's a great idea because it's a great window of opportunity for us small indie developers. Um, and I say that because hopefully Kingdom Withheld will be up there one day. The Kingdom Withheld coming soon. <laughs> um, but Sea of Solitude is really great. It's by a nice little small German developer that got picked up by EA. So hopefully they won't get dismantled and hopefully they'll make more artsy platforming games like what I saw. Um... One of the other big announcements, too, out of E3 for EA was now they're doing the EA Anywhere type of access uh, service to where if you have a controller, a specialized con controller, basically, you can play their games anywhere. Um, this is, so for some, this is great, and this is innovation, this is the new age. For others, like I kind of fall on the others, uh, this sets a dangerous precedent for what could happen in the gaming industry to where everything goes streaming. Uh, which when that happens, we'll suffer a lot. There's a there's a big explanation that I have for why I feel that way, um, but I'll get into that probably next week when we do our post E3 show. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, but what really saved EA's conference was of course Anthem. Uh, we still don't know much about Anthem aside from they changed the story again. Now it's about uh, a god that once left the planet unfinished. Um, and he left his tools there, his robot tools. So you take those on and you become superhuman. Um, still a cool idea. Still looks good. Uh, we saw the drop-in, drop-out co-op. Or they said it's supposed to be drop-in, drop-out co-op. They didn't show much of gameplay and they kind of danced around it. So I'm assuming it was the usual E3 antics of, Hey, look, this is running up the spec. And, you know, it, it, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, but Anthem looked good. Um, they also confirmed they will not have loot boxes to everybody's uh, joy, but they're still gonna have like paid content. But they said this time you'll know what you bought, what you what you're going to get before you buy it. Rather, 
So, uh, again, EA's conference was okay, lackluster, but it was okay. Uh, I could have done without the Madden presentation. Well, not the Madden presentation, because, I mean, that's, that's sports. Like, I'm not into it, but a lot of people are into it. But I really could have done without the uh, the kid coming up there who won the Madden belt. That was stupid to me. It was a dumb story. No kind of, like, inspiration to get the game. Uh, and then they also wasted a lot of time, I thought, on mobile games. Uh, which, that was a... Mobile games makes a big presence this year at E3 for some odd reason. I don't know why, uh, but we'll talk about that more uh, later on in the post uh, show. So let's move right along to the next people. Uh, so the next person up was Microsoft. Now in between, before I get to Microsoft, um, you did, and I think this happened after the Microsoft or before the conference, but they talked to some developers. Uh, like we talked, they they saw uh, was it Tecmo. Uh, Koei, Tecmo Koei, I think that's what they call themselves now. Uh, but they were talking about Dead or Alive 6, um, which looks great. And actually, it looks like they toned down uh, a lot of the skimpy outfits and went back to focusing on the super controls and a new counter system. It looks really good. I'm actually interested in getting this one. Um, so look out for that. And then another game that I saw on the in-between was, uh, I think, Mutant Hour Zero or Mutant Zero something, but it was like a, an RTS kind of strategy game for the cell phone. Uh, again, cell phone games made a huge presence, guys. It was crazy. Um, moving on to Microsoft's uh, E3 uh, presentation. So for them, I felt they played it safe. Um, Microsoft has always been lacking in the first party field that's no secret to anyone because they focused more on just making third-party games just so cool and making great online for them um this year they or the year past they committed to having a better first party uh resume and so they went out and they researched a different a whole bunch of different like developers um and they bought i think four or five new teams uh, they made two, which was like the collective, the initiative, uh, and then a few others were already made up. They just bought them, uh, like the PUBG guys, uh, Player Underground. They bought them. Um, they also bought the Compulsion Games uh, developer, and the big news is they bought Ninja Theory. So Ninja Theory is now a Microsoft exclusive team. Uh, I gotta say, great pickup for that. Um, I, I am worried about the Compulsion Games purchase just because the only thing they really put out is the game preview for We Happy Few, but they haven't really done anything else. So um, I hope that it's a good purchase for Microsoft because I would love to see them actually make it in terms of making good first party games. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of first party games they come up with. Um, but you know, the usual suspects were there, of course, another Halo game, which they, I love how they got that out of the way. That was the very first thing they showed after Phil Spencer came out, uh, which kudos to him. He's also trying really hard to push that company and, uh, push for success there. Uh, so he did a really great job on the presentation and him going out and researching different cultures and different development teams. I think, I think that was a testament to them really wanting to try because they know what position they're in and they're trying to get to a better position in the gaming industry. Um, and again, I'll talk about that later on the post show. Uh, but anyway, moving forward, of course, Halo, I guess they're on six now, but they dropped the number. So now it's Halo Infinity. Um, they showed the preview to that. 
uh, which looked good. Again, we didn't see gameplay. Uh, we saw Forza. We saw a little bit of uh, gameplay for the new Forza Horizon, which is Forza Horizon 4. Looks really nice if you're into cars. Uh, if you're not, you're going to be bored by it. Um, and then, of course, they show Crackdown. And Crackdown has been pushed back to next year. We will not... Uh, we probably won't see that till next year or the year after, but it looks like they're doing a really great job on it. I know that's like one of their babies, and they're trying to take care of it. Uh, Terry Crews is in it. I thought that was amazing. Um, I can't wait to play alongside Terry Crews. It's going to be hilarious. Um, next thing they had, they had a few games they showed off. Like they showed off a few games before anyone else saw it, like Devil May Cry Five. Um, I think there was another game they showed off. Um, not a lot of first parties. Again, uh, they did have Tunic, which is really cool. It's a small development company's uh, Legend of Zelda, but with a fox. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. It was Zelda-inspired. So I can't wait to play that. Um, the big one, big surprise, though, was they kind of brought out their own... Um, and it's still... It's, it's, gonna, it's probably going to be exclusive to Xbox, but it's not first party. It's from, it's from, from software... Uh, the guys who did the original Dark Souls and, uh, or I'm sorry, the original Demon Souls and, um, it's called Sekiro, Sekiro, uh, Shadows of Something, but it looks amazing, guys. Uh, you pretty much play Undead Samurai and when you die, of course, you come back. So it has that whole, like, die, die again kind of feel to it, but that's great. I love Dark Souls. That looks great. The story looks interesting. I can't wait to play it. Um... Just a lot of cool stuff. Gears. Gears got a lot of... <laughs> they got a lot of crazy stuff going on with Gears. Uh, Gears got a Worms type... It looks like RTS game for the phone, which is Gears Pop. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, they got a real RTS coming to PC, which that's also going to be interesting, called Gears Tactics. Can't wait to play that. It's probably going to be a lot like Halo Wars. Um... But, I mean, that's cool because Halo Wars, to me, felt a lot like StarCraft or any good RTS. So, as long as they make this a good RTS, I'm down for it. It's supposed to take place before the very first Gears. And then, of course, they announced Gears 5, which, much, t <laughs> it's, it's very funny. So, this series is ongoing, and I always joke about, like, oh, my God, they're still doing Gears. But, uh, Marcus is still in it, and I was just like, man, is that Marcus? He's still alive, you know? Because um, I hadn't played much of 4. I know he's still alive in 4. Uh, I just figured by now they probably would have killed him off the way they were going in Gears, but I digress. Great game. Uh, it looks great. I hadn't, again, have not seen gameplay. Gameplay was not shown a lot in a lot of these trailers, um, so there's that. I'm also excited for Division 2. Division 2 looks great. Um, now, of course, they spec'd it up and they E3'd it up, as I like to call it, but it does look great, and it does look like we're getting new abilities. Uh, we're finally set in a tropical summer setting, uh, so it's not all like snowy and depressing. It's actually like tropical. So they gave it the uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands feel. Um, really cool. I really enjoyed that. So I was super excited. Uh, I would love the first division. I'll probably like the second one too. Moving right along to uh, man. So they get to the end of the conference, right? And uh, you know, they show off all these games, and we're just like, all right, cool. And Phil Spencer's like, all right, and have a, and then the whole thing goes corrupted, right? Out of nowhere, guess what pops up? The game I've been waiting on for years, Cyberpunk 2077. We finally see it in action. 
Again, no gameplay. We just see cinematic and in-game engine, like world, whatever. But it was a good preview of what could be. And oh my gosh, guys, it was so great. Uh, I've been waiting on this game for so long. Uh, basically, imagine a Ghost in the Shell RPG. And you got it. You could be a hacker. You can be a person who augments, augments their body to like a weapon, basically. You can be a living weapon. It's so great. You can be anything you want in that game. Um, so I'm super excited for that. Can't wait till that comes out. Uh, no release date, but I don't care. I know CD Projekt uh, is going to make it just phenomenal. These are the same guys who did, uh, of course, The Witcher. Um, so I'm all in. All in. So I can't wait. So the Microsoft conference, uh, it was good. Um, they played it safe. I really, really hope we see something from this first party uh, committee they put together. Uh, it's definitely going to fall. A lot of the stress is going to fall on Ninja Theory because Ninja Theory is such a great and underrated gaming studio, but they have not been utilized by the industry. And this would be a very tactful and very tactical um move for Microsoft if they can really utilize all that Ninja Theory has to offer. Like, that, their first party, if Ninja Theory leads the way and, like, brings them some good first party stuff, they could even rival the first party stuff of both Nintendo and Sony. Because uh, so far, Nintendo and Sony has been leading in the first party software development, um, and Microsoft has been lagging behind, so it would be great to see that happen. Uh, Phil Spencer, again, did a great job running uh, Microsoft and trying to get more done for them. Another thing, too, going back to how EA is doing the whole play this anywhere. Microsoft is doing the same thing with their Microsoft Game Pass, which, again, a lot of people, some people see that as great, which me and Shogun talked about it. And he was, you know, talking about how that's a good thing and that would be great. Um, you can definitely tell they're priming people for it because they've lowered the prices of Xbox Ones. That's right. If you do not have an Xbox One or PS4 right now, now is the perfect time to go get one because both of them are actually on sale. Uh, some of them as far as like $100 off. And that's on each side of the spectrum. So, again, if you don't have a PS4 or Xbox One, now it's time to go get it. Uh, I think they especially realize that this is the end of the cycle, so they're trying to get out as many as they can because... If you don't know, at the end of every video game cycle, or like the last two to three years of a video game cycle, is when all the good games come out, and it's where they finally are just like, okay, cool, we're trying to get everybody to get our game system. So it's it's really tight. Now is the time, guys. Um, again, I, I like where they're going. They still have ways to yell, and I still wouldn't have said like, oh, we got first party stuff, because they didn't have much first party to show, really. Um, they just show they premiered things before other people got a chance to do it like uh, Jump Warriors, which is gonna be tight uh, It's really really great. It's basically Shonen Jump's uh, Battle Royale, but it's the new version Microsoft's the first to show it off this time Which is an amazing feat especially if you have an Xbox because you know that they don't really put out a lot of Japanese games or Japanese influenced games uh, So it definitely seems like they're trying to work on that um, but yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, again, kudos to Phil Spencer. Uh, they're trying, so that's good. They played it safe. I still, if I had to grade it, still be like a C plus because you still need more first party development stuff. Uh, and I know it's coming, but I think they're also taking steps in the right direction by buying Ninja Theory and all those just to kind of, you know, push out good first party games. So there's that. 
So then we get into the Bethesda uh, conference. Before we get into that, though, Soul Calibur Six is actually looking really great. Uh, they sat down and talked with the director of that game. He talked about uh, his experiences with Geralt um, from Witcher and how they had the the uh, model or the actor come in and do some move sets for him, and they decided his move sets, all kinds of cool stuff. So that looks good. Look out for that. Um, There's another fighting game that's finally kind of coming back to its former grace because I think it and Street Fighter had a few problems uh I think the only game that's been kind of consistent is Tekken Tekken excuse me hasn't had such an extreme up and down like Street Fighter Mortal Kombat has but you know it's, it's still they're still the light part of the majors so you can't discount them out um so that looked good I was happy to see that um, anyway, moving into Bethesda. So Bethesda pretty much announced what we knew they were going to announce, uh, Rage 2, which I'm not into Rage, but a lot of my friends are. They say it looks good, so I may give it a shot. I don't know. I didn't really enjoy the first one. The first one kind of got on my nerves more so than, but it it's whatever. Um, the showed Fallout 76, which was uh, amazing. I am a little concerned though. So Fallout 76 is a lot like how Ghost Recon Wildlands is drop in, drop out co-op, but it's completely massive online. So it's always online. You can play solo, so you don't have to play with people in order to advance the story. However, what does worry me is they're introducing this thing to where people can go launch nuclear missiles. It sounds great, guys. It sounds revolutionary, and it sounds like, oh my gosh, but... It's all fun and games until someone's trolling and doing it too much. Or you got people who dedicate themselves to finding the codes every so often just so they can nuke whoever. So, and you can nuke at random, which means like you could spend months building up this base and then somebody can just nuclear bomb it. Um, I don't really think that should be in the game because I know it's going to be abused. In fact, I find it. Uh, it's probably going to be nerfed the second week. I can already feel that now because knowing some of these people, they're going to sit there for the first week religiously and put in at least 100 hours to get to the point where they can do nuclear bombs all day and just nuclear bomb people. Uh, you do have to have a team to go find it, but again, people have no lives sometimes and people work towards stupid goals. So I really hope this is new. But anyway, that was a fun feature. Uh, I think it'll be cool taking on super mutants with your friends. We are upset, though, because there's no VAT system in this game. So with no VATs, it's going to be definitely a run-and-gun game. Um, so, you know, I, I hope it's good. I hope we see some cool stuff out of it, but I don't know. Um, but moving on, so he also talked about, which <laughs> Todd Howard is hilarious, uh, I, I must say. Like, he's a great presenter. He's probably the best presenter there. Everyone else was definitely awkward. And I talked to Shogun about it because Shogun's super hyped about E3. And uh, he was saying how, like, well, you know, that's that's part of that's part of what makes, you know, E3 so cool is that you have nerds up there presenting. You have actual people who worked on the game presenting. I was like, ah, yeah, that's that's cool. But but some of these people really need to get spokespeople. So I think they should rehearse it. And then if it works, cool. But if not, like, they should probably get spokespeople. Um, but it was really cool. They showed off more Prey. Uh, eh, you know, like, I, I wasn't big on the remake of Prey, but I heard it was good. 
Um, they also showed off the new Wolfenstein, which that has impressed me as much as Wolfenstein is, oh, it's getting old, like, the new Wolfenstein looks tight, because you're actually, um, I think this is an expansion to two, or it might be a side story, I'm not sure, but you, in this one, you take on, um, two female, or you take on the role of two female protagonists, which are actually BJ's daughters. Again, I want to say this too, because I was talking to Shogun about it, um, this is definitely the year for female protagonists. Um, a lot of female protagonists are coming up in the world. Uh, you Division was led by a female leader when they were demoing the uh, the game. Uh, of course, you got Tomb Raider coming back out. Uh, now BJ's Daughters, which, like, females are back. So, listen, if you're a female gamer, I think they're starting to listen to you guys. And, you know, you're starting to be represented more, which is good. We need more of that. So, I'm really impressed with that. Um, well, so, okay, Prey, we talked about Wolfenstein, of course, dude, still doing Quake, uh, I played Quake when I was in high school, and, and when I was a kid, and I get it, I think it's a little outdated, but I'm not gonna talk, because it's for the fans, it's not really for me, so, they made Quake, and they said they'll talk more about Quake during QuakeCon, a new Doom, which everybody's super excited for, it looks good, uh, again, didn't see gameplay, but we saw a nice little cinematic to show that it's back. But the funny thing is, so there's two things that Todd Howard did. So he trolled everyone with Michael Keegan Key uh, playing Skyrim on Amazon, the refrigerator TV, and he played it somewhere else. It was hilarious, guys. You gotta go see that bit. If you hadn't seen it, it's online. It's floating around. You gotta see it. Um, so he was he was trolling that because that leads into his mobile game he's gonna make which is called blades which it's free to play um he also talked about fallout shelter being free as well if you have a switch it's actually on the switch now for free uh as well as on it's supposed to be on all consoles i don't know if it's made it yet but he's putting it back out on the phones and the iphones of course uh he talked about elder scrolls skyrim blades or elder i think it's called elder scrolls blades but it's kind of harking back to like the old school like daggerfall um, and it'll be out on your phones and your tablets, and it's also free, and it even has, like, um, I think you call it portrait mode, where, like, you can play that and still, like, work or whatever, because he knows people are going to play this while they're working. He's hilarious, but the whole presentation is really good about that. Uh, again, I don't know why mobile games is getting so much time, um, but it's whatever. But it looks cool. Um, I'll probably download it either on my Switch or my phone. I already downloaded Fallout Shelter on my Switch. Um, and this one, you know, this one looks really cool. But it's not out yet. It's coming out soon for the phones and consoles. Um, but the next thing he did was revolutionary. Um, he announced what we all been looking for. He announced Starfield, which we were all just too excited about. Like, oh my gosh. And if you don't know what Starfield is, Starfield is... A game that takes science fiction, magic, and technology and puts it all together. So, we'll, I can't wait to see that because they have been working in that that project in secret for forever. We, I mean, only a few of us knew about it. Like, I didn't even know until my buddy, um, good old uh, Austin, Austin Gravity, told me about it. Um, and it was crazy because I was on board and I did some research on it. Looks great. But they finally announced that, and guys, they announced Elder Scrolls 6. That's right, Elder Scrolls 6. We have no idea where it's going to take place. We just saw like a nice little small cinematic, and then poof, that's it. 
Um, I'm excited for this just because I know they've been working on it, but they just didn't want to say anything about it. So that means he's going to be ready in the near future. Um, he was saying Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 were probably going to be next-gen consoles. So he's alluding to they're probably going to be on the next-gen systems, which I'm totally okay with because they're both going to be great games. And it's going to be interesting to see what exactly, you know, they did to it, where Starfield takes place, all that. And in Skyrim, uh, or not Skyrim, sorry, Elder Scrolls 6, that's just, whew, can't wait. Um... So yeah, so far E3 has been pretty cool. I can tell you the biggest announcements have come out of Bethesda. Uh, Microsoft is a good runner up just because again, they're trying to play it safe and they're trying to catch up to everyone else. Um, so they're definitely trying to change up what they've been doing in the past. Um, anyway, stay tuned guys. I'm Rockman3k3. We'll have more coverage on E3 as time progresses. You'll probably get another one of these Hot Pockets pretty soon before we come back with the post e3 show next week um so you know you gotta stay cool stay frosty stay inside in the air conditioning and uh, i'm gonna get back in this kitchen and cook i'm rockman 3k3 i'm enjoying this break i'm out